Welcome everyone, we are back to Be'ezus Hashem, begin Shalom Bayesh, share number 149. Intimacy is an art, it's a skill. It's not something that just happens. It needs to be learned, it needs to be cultivated and practiced carefully if it is to flourish. I'm going to discuss here things about intimacy uh, that um, I heard and read from Rabbi Manus Friedman, who I mentioned in prior shiurim. Here are some new um, thoughts on the subject. Um, he himself had over four decades of experience in counseling and teaching about marriage and relationships and love and intimacy. And um, he has a very um, great clarity on these subjects. And um, he talks about a couple, a more secular couple, obviously, that um, saw themselves as a couple, but in their early um, getting together period, um, they allowed each other full social independence and freedom with one another. And then 9-11 happened, and then they said, you know, we have to, if life can end so easily, we really got to get started. And they went into marriage and um, they followed their American dream, whatever that's supposed to be. But ultimately, they ended up having very little time for themselves and less energy available to care for their marriage. And the heart of their relationship subsequently led to apathy. They weren't interested anymore in each other or in their marriage. And the intimacy was gone, both physical and emotional. And this is a very, very common scenario in marriages. And the real nakuda of the issues that people have, married people, that say they're unhappy, or that they can't get along, or that they're often fighting, or that they're bored, all of these are symptoms. They're not the real problem. The real problem is loneliness. That even though they're together, Couples feel desperately alone. It's a very sad f- fact, but it is a fact that many, many married couples, they're married, they're together with somebody, but they feel desperately alone and feel terribly lonely. And we have to fight that trend. And um, this um, idea that um, also in divorce, There's many reasons that a marriage relationship could erode. Financial worries are part of it. If your career is driven and you're, you know, you're too much time on that or insecure about that or emotional issues or physical um, issues. But the main issue, if you go deep into it, of why people consider divorce and ending their marriage is because of the loss of intimacy the loss of love, of sex, of respect, of meaning in the relationship. And that's very important. And like this young couple that he mentioned here, that um, there was an apathy at some point where they didn't feel comfort in each other. And um, they lost their interest in each other. And um, basically, very often that intimacy disappears in marriage, um, emotional, spiritual, and also physical. It dwindles. And 
part of the problem with this is the general issue of our view on sex in general and intimacy and love that we sort of fell into what the culture outside um, had us to believe, which was not true. In our culture, in the American culture, all over the world actually, uh, we've been bombarded for the last 60 plus years on the message that sex is fun and it's healthy, it's harmless, it's uh, you just relax and enjoy it and enjoy it to your heart's content and, you know, the freedom of it and just explore sexually anything you want with any other consenting partner and life is great. And very few, though, that tried this are content. He says something sort of sadly humorous that we're probably more sexually frustrated than our grandparents. And in some cases, that is true. And um, it's very important. You know, sometimes people who involved sexually with each other before marriage, that could create problems after marriage. But even if people practiced abstinence before marriage, they still run into trouble afterwards if they do not know how to behave once married and they don't understand what to how to interact with each other and very often sex alone doesn't do the job people who um couples that have an active physical relationship sexually are still feeling very lonely still missing a certain intimacy and that confuses them and they need to understand why that is and part of it got so seeped into our language that the sexual aspect alone became trivial. So, for example, they use expressions like, I've been seeing someone. Seeing someone uh, means that they actually have a sexual, physical relationship with somebody. That's what they mean by that. But the word seeing someone could be, you know, you source somebody, uh, you know, by the office cooler at work, you know, or getting together. Another one, getting together means like having lunch. It's trivial or dating. Or the phrase they use now, hooking up. Hooking up like you uh, hook up a broken car to the tow truck to hook it up uh, to get it going. So hooking up is also one of these trivial words used for a physical sexual relationship. Um, But it drains all meaning from it. And sleeping together. That's another expression people use in the American culture. And, uh, you know, the word itself, if you think about it, sleeping together, you know, you could sleep better in your own bed. Of course, that means uh, sexual interaction. Making love is another expression. But if you have the sexual aspect without what we call intimacy, which is going to be explained, that is not what making love is all about. And people use these words, these trivial words, getting together, dating, sleeping together, hooking up, making love, all these expressions for a relationship in a vague way because um, they sort of make it into an impersonal thing. I'm seeing someone, you know, if it doesn't work out, okay, so I stop seeing someone. They use these vague language to protect themselves. They're actually afraid of intimacy. They're afraid of real closeness. And intimacy is a real essential need. And that's one of the key purposes and needs that are filled in a, in a marriage. 
And Ramanus Friedman, interesting, he writes for the public, even for secular people, and he explains, you know, people think that rabbis don't know anything or can't teach anything about intimacy, and he said that's not the case. In Judaism, in Torah, he said in their feedback um, that we just did recently, it's a beautiful Torah, it has everything in it, and if you know how to learn it properly, you'll have a real healthy view on what intimacy is all about. And the first insight is, is a very well-known one, that in Yiddishkeit, in Judaism, it differs from other religious traditions when it comes to their view on relationships between men and women, and on marriage, and on sex, and on intimacy. That most traditions, many traditions in the religious world, feel that if a human being wants to become a holy or godly person, an elevated person, a spiritual person, he or she must pull away from their earthly concerns, including their attachments to other human beings, and only concentrate on God. You get a cabin in the woods, and you're misbited over there, that's it, and go on the mountaintops, stay away, isolate yourself from human society, don't share meals with people, don't drink with people, don't schmooze with people, don't hug don't express physical interactions, and all these pleasures are a distraction. These physical pleasures are a distraction from the goal of achieving true simcha and true connection. Now, there's logic to this, he says, because the truth is, is that the physical world does conceal Hashem, and therefore, people look at the physical aspects of the world and say it's negative, and it's not desirable, and it's bad. So there's an aspect to it that makes sense. And that the more you get away from the physical and the material, the closer you'll be connecting to God. And even in some Nakudas in Yiddishkeit, you have certain literature that talks about it that way. You remove yourself from the Taivas Aguf or from the needs of the Guf to get get in touch with Yenishama. It's not totally void of Yiddishkeit, that aspect. There's a point to it. But the main Nakuda, though, is not so. The main Nakuda is that, yes, it's true that the physical world conceals Hashem, but the purpose of Yiddishkeit and Torah is reveal Him within the physical. That's why He put us down here. He didn't need, he didn't need uh, you know, why did He put us down here in the first place? He had plenty of malachim more spiritual than us. He wanted us in the physical world and to reveal Hashem through the physical world. Every time you do a good deed here, use material and tools of the physical world and you reveal why they were created. And by doing so, you're revealing godliness itself and you're finding Hashem in those things when you eat and drink and chat and hug and get married and do all these activities that Hashem wants you to do. And yes, including sex between a husband and a wife that Hashem wants you to do at the right time and find Hashem in there. There is no human interaction whatsoever that is void of finding Hashem in there, and there's no human interaction so full with potential with to, to reveal Hashem than it is with the intimate relationship between a husband and a wife. And it's also an intensely pleasurable physical experience. And that Hashem made on purpose throughout the ages to establish marriage, to create new generations, and to develop that one connection between a husband and a wife. But unfortunately, this very same sexual aspect of intense pleasurable physical experience that could be used in the positive way I just said, also is used 
in, in, in negative ways for manipulation, self-indulgence, um, immorality, and actual abuse. And it's not just the physical pleasure of sex. It's not just a biological need in human beings or in couples for, for, in order to stay together. There is a deep desire that's, that to know each other deeply, to be known. That is the heart of intimacy. That is the key of intimacy. And relationship experts put an emphasis when couples have issues to improve their physical relationship. And there's some truth to it where you spice up somewhat the physical pleasures that they give to one another, and that does elicit some closeness, that's true. But the hyper-focus on just the physical pleasure of it is a mistake, and experts, many of them, admit that they made that mistake. Because intimacy is something a lot much more deeper than that. It's a wisdom. It's a wisdom that Tyra had that cherished for over 5,000 years, and it's applicable today too. That's an unchanging need, the need for intimacy, to not feel alone. And many couples are confused and disappointed. Um, and, and the physical pleasure is uh, in, 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 of a couple giving to each other that may be a chalik of it, yes, it's not unimportant, but that's not the nakuda. The true intimacy is a real deep relationship of connection, of being not lonely, of sharing a soul with another. And that is something that Belineda we're going to discuss in future shiurim. Have a wonderful day.